This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Town TV. This is Brian here with Paul. And today we're going to be covering the Disney Plus original series, What If? This is going to be episode six entitled, What If Killmonger Rescued Tony Stark? And I thought this was another pretty good installment, actually. It's always nice to see Killmonger again. I think he was pretty much an instant fan favorite from his appearance in Black Panther. And obviously he died at the end of Black Panther. So we didn't really get to see that much of him. So being able to return to that character and kind of see a little bit more of that character drawn out was was really cool and he he is a really good marvel villain in my opinion and they kind of just showed all of the other stuff to him like how he was an mit graduate this that and the other thing so i love that it was a killmonger centric episode yeah i definitely learned a lot about him um from this that i didn't realize from black panther like you said like all that mit like he had a doctorate and all that other stuff i mean people loved like you said people loved michael g Michael B. Jordan as yeah. Killmonger, and I agree. I think he killed it. He was such a, a cool, different villain, but you can get behind his backstory here. I mean, it's it's wild to see what like he could have done, like yeah, right? this what if of, of like infiltrating Tony. And uh, to go along with that, I totally forgot how much of a douchebag Tony Stark was in the beginning. Yeah, right? But before he becomes Iron Man, he's such a tool. Um, and in this one, the watcher highlighted for us that, you know, this kind of rise of Killmonger, the fact that he got this new lease on life by rescuing Tony also cost us a hero in Iron Man because Tony never became that hero. So up yeah. until the point that he died in this episode, he was still that douchey Tony Stark that we saw before he became Iron Man. Yeah. And I don't think anything would change him at this point. I mean, that mm-hmm. <laughs> it took him literally like shards of metal in his heart and seeing like the destruction he was causing. And he definitely isn't like, he even said like, Oh, we, we got to go bigger. We have to hold a bigger gun than our enemies. And it's like, okay, well that's the opposite. Yeah. Of, <laughs> of <what> Tony <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, um, and it was cool during like the, when they were on stage and everything, Killmonger like exposed his Obadiah too. And so it was cool to see him get wrapped up early because Killmonger's a beast. Yeah. He knows a lot. And also I thought it was funny how happy, it was just like, you know, this is bullshit. Like, you got my job. <laughs> yeah, that was supposed to be the head of security. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Nah, this was this was a really good episode for me. And by the way, I completely skipped over. Welcome back to the What If coverage. Um, me and Jimmy said on the last episode, I did, did you listen to uh, the zombies episode that Not we did? Yet. Not, Not yet. yet. No, nah, we were we were dying to know what you thought of it because on the episode, we actually kind of ripped that episode apart. So, what were your thoughts on the zombie episode? Um, to be honest, didn't watch all of it. 
I, <laughs> oh my gosh. No I, I know, right? It's, yeah. it's because I heard you guys uh, talk about it and I heard a bunch of reviews. I saw a bunch of reviews that said like it was like super boring. So I mm. honestly didn't get that far into it. Then something came up and I, and I never ended up completing Damn, it. Damn, yeah. You can totally get away with that in this series though because they are standalone episodes, of course. Um, but it's it's funny because like you said, I have been missing out on What If a lot, but this is my second mm. one. And the two that I've been on are Doctor Strange. Mm. What if he loses his hard set of his hands and that was great and this one yeah. i really enjoyed this one too so i'm cherry picking them it seems like yeah for sure whenever <laughs> you're on the coverage it's going to be a good episode but yeah so like we always do on the podcast i'm going to take over jimmy's responsibilities of listing the actors that we had so the voice actors that came over from the actual mcu are jeffrey wright of course as the watcher eric killmonger as michael b jordan fantastic performance there we had chadwick boseman as t'challa angela bass as Queen Ramonda, Denai Gurira as Okoye, Ulysses Klaus, or I'm sorry, Andy Serkis as Ulysses Klaus, Don Cheadle as Rhodey, Paul Bettany as Jarvis, Leslie Bibb as Christine Everhart. That was the reporter in the beginning who asked the question where Tony was just like, nah, we got to get bigger, bigger, better. She was also the same one that did it in Iron Man 1, of course. Uh, We had John Canny as T'Chaka and John Favreau as Happy Hogan. So we we had a lot of people in this episode, actually. Yeah, man, that was a heavy hitter. And I really liked it, too. I mean, as it was going on and then like... Mm -hmm. Rody had way bigger of a part than I thought he would. Um, and then we got into, you know, the guy who steals uh, the vibranium grant. Ulysses Clow. Ulysses S. Ulysses Grant. S. Grant. Yeah. My mind works very that. simple yeah. ways. You were there. You were there. Um, Klaus. That's what it was. Um, <laughs> I was great to see his return. I, I love him in uh, Age of Ultron and in Black Panther. Yeah. So it was and I, I hated that he got killed off in Black Panther. Mm. Um, so I was happy to see more of him because I think he's such a cool character. Yeah, definitely. And the actor kills it. And the voice actor did a really good job in this episode, of course. That's crazy that they have. They brought the actual voice actors for almost everybody, like pretty much everybody. Yeah, we were missing uh, Tony Stark, of course. But I think his voice actor did a pretty admirable job at it because tony's is pretty hard to pull off uh that's kind of an iconic robert downey jr voice uh we were missing pepper and thunderbolt ross but other than that we had the whole squad yeah it was awesome i I thought it was great and how cool was it when killmonger and tony they're in the lab and he's like all right like let's make the science project of yours and so he pulled tony pulls up killmonger's doctorate and it's like a big Gundam suit. And he looks mm-hmm. at me and goes, what? I like anime. I'm yeah, like, I love that. So great. <laughs> because because Michael B. Jordan really does love anime. Mm-hmm. And like his, it's pretty well known, but his uh, like outfit, his, his uniform that he wore as a soldier, as Killmonger, was inspired by Vegeta from yeah. Dragon Ball. It looks exactly the same. So mm-hmm. it's cool that they carried that over into, into What If. Yeah, 100% they did, and we love anime here at Finchtown TV, so we wouldn't be doing our job if we didn't comment on the the Gundam quote, but yeah, that was perfect. And is that confirmed, like he told them to replicate the armor like Vegeta's? Because I read it in my notes, it looks identical. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's dope, yeah, Michael B. Jordan's a homie. Yeah, he he had a chance to geek out, which was pretty Mm. sweet. Uh, and one of the really cool thing about that scene, I just love seeing Tony in the lab, like, getting his getting grease all over his hands and oh yeah you know, putting the work in because we, we 
we didn't really see that in any of the Avengers. Like you see mm-hmm. him like work on the time travel thing and like Endgame, no. but yeah, we didn't see too much of that in Avengers. Him just like going to work in the workshop. But I was just gonna say, what do you what did you think about uh, T'Challa being taken down so easily right there with that with that's Tony Stark tech? Yeah, I mean that it the tech did its job. What can you say? It was a little bit OP. Um, it's not the first time we saw like someone who shouldn't go down that easily go down that easily. Jimmy had gripes with the fact that one arrow was able to take down Thor. Remember in the <laughs> yeah. one where Hank? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a gun that was supposed to make like, what, your ears bleed or whatever? What, yeah. What's Black Panther supposed to do? That Yeah, Killmonger also, I mean, he knew who he was going up against. He knew that like yeah. the Black Panther technology. So I guess he knew what would work. Um, but damn, like, he goes around mm-hmm. killing everybody. It's insane. Yeah, that just goes to show like how tactically gifted he is, like both in terms of military expertise and just like kind of moving the chess pieces, but also in terms of like corporate espionage because he orchestrated the takeover of Stark Industries by the US government and then parlayed that into like blaming the Wakandans. Like mm-hmm. Gilmonger had his fingerprints all over the place in this episode and I loved it. So let me, I had a question for you. I didn't really think mm-hmm. all the way through. So T'Challa's father, T'Chaka, mm-hmm. correct? That's his name. He's still alive. So he died in the bombing in Civil War because what, what, what was the meeting for again? I'm trying to, I'm trying to think if that meeting would take place mm. because that's what he died. So if Tony Stark never became Iron Man, would that meeting still have taken place? Maybe not because wasn't he calling Iron or I'm sorry, Tony was the one that was fighting for superhero accountability. So I think that meeting had something to do with that in the wake of uh, Avengers 2. The uh, what was the name of the country? Like the Slovakia Accords? uh, Sokovian Accords. Accords. Yes, I think it had something to do with that. So, no, I think you're you're on the right path with that because tony stark was kind of the one leading the charge for accountability and superheroes gotcha yeah that's that's you're totally right there that that is what would happen <clears throat> so that was cool to see yeah you know when t'challa dies you know t'chaka is still there but he mm-hmm. can't be black panther so um it was cool to have his wisdom though, like as the king of Wakanda. Yeah. because when t'challa was was when he was on the throne he was like young and he was like a little unsure of what to do and everything and it was cool to have somebody that was like older and wiser and still messed up. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely just another Testament to how smart Killmonger is that he was able to, to dupe someone who had that seasoned hand of ruling. Uh, But now T'Chaka kills it. And I love that he is still alive, but unfortunately at the cost of T'Challa, it kind of sucks that he was dead, but then, that opened the door for Killmonger to come in and be Black Panther. Also, Killmonger's Black Panther outfit is fucking dope. The gold one, it's yeah. so much cooler than T'Challa's. I love it. It's so badass. Uh, it's perfect for him, too. Mm. Dude, he's so cool in general. Just Killmonger, just kills somebody, gets his knife, just makes another scar on his chest real quick. I was like, God damn it. Like, I hate you and what you're doing, but you're so cool. No, definitely. Um, who did he? So, who did he kill in this episode? He killed T'Challa. He killed Rhodey. He killed Tony Stark. Uh, he, he killed uh, Ulysses. He killed uh, Ulysses. Yeah. And Damn, catching bodies. Yeah, yeah, I mean, 
probably killed a bunch of Wakandans by starting this war too indirectly. Mm-hmm. Like he built the suits and they destroyed everybody. Um, but in the end, you know, he does get that Black Panther power. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so like, what's he going to do? And then nothing happens. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, was it was his whole purpose to get in here and become the Black Panther? And that was it? Or did like he have a goal after yeah. becoming the Black Panther again? Yeah, that was something I thought, too. The episode did kind of seem to end very abruptly, but it was also a full 33 minute episode. So it was one of the longer mm-hmm. ones, I think. Um but yeah, it seemed like yeah. there was a little bit more story to come. I wonder if they're leaving some of these relatively open-ended so that they can come back to them in season two. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Like maybe season two, like you're saying, I doubt they're going to revisit it at the end of the yeah. season or anything like that. Like it's not going to be a part one to a part two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, exactly what you're saying. I'm like, wait, credits? I- <laughs> I yeah. thought you're still going. Killmonger's yeah. still like live and active. Like, come on, what's going on mm-hmm. here? I feel like more often than not, they've done that because they definitely left it open in the zombies episode. Not that you've seen the end, but the Agent Carter episode they did, um, the Hank Pym episode they did, Loki's like ruling the world and he just called Captain Marvel. So yeah, <laughs> that would be cool. And some of these I would like to see in season two because hell yeah, another Killmonger episode. Or, you know, what I just thought of, mm. if we fall into these characters in, you know, phase four of the MCU, this could be the basically backstory to the characters that we're going to meet. And then the what if story will continue yeah. on. So, like, we, we could meet, you know, this Killmonger who is actually Black Panther or, you know. In a universe where Tony died, yeah, which is crazy. I like to think that's where they're going because I don't know. Loki just blew the door wide open, and Far From Home is going to establish a lot more of the rules. I think that'll allow us to see like people from other dimensions and whatnot. Damn, the MCU is getting crazy, dude. I I was thinking that too. Like it was insane when Avengers came out. Avengers one, it was like, oh my god, like superhero movies are coming together. That's crazy, and now it's like superhero shows tie into like <laughs> yeah, side man. series that like also are going to set up like this insane list of superhero movies coming out and like yeah shang chi like how many how many movies are there like how many superhero movies are there now it's got to be like 20 25 something crazy i feel like we're probably over 25 I would say like closer to 30. No, it is ridiculous. I don't, it's a literal universe that they have going for us. And we just, we just, we consume Suck it, it all, all in, man. We love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're just sponges. We just lay back and absorb Marvel content. And yeah. And we said it before, like when all these shows were coming out, we didn't really have like, we didn't have expectations of them yeah. being like really good and, and groundbreaking or having like all this information that's actually related to the upcoming phase four and Mm. we're like oh my god just give us all of the info hell yeah man uh what did you think okay so one of my gripes with the episode is that the gundams were total pushovers what did you think of that yeah i yeah i was thinking the same thing i'm like these things are vibranium like an insane army created Mm. by tony and killmonger like and you didn't really see him take down like anybody like you shoot well, some shoot a missile or something and it exploded 
I guess you honestly did bring up a good point. They were made by Killmonger, so he knew everything about them. And I guess that's the entire point of the episode. Like, he knew to turn off the shields, then put them back on. But then he turned them back on, but he wouldn't have done that unless he knew that they could win. And a textbook pincer movement, man. Hell yeah. Textbook. (laughs) Uh, Do you think they... Or do you think Killmonger put in some coding where like they wouldn't attack him? Because as soon as he rode in there on the Rhino, I was like, that is a huge risk you're taking. I understand you're doing it to gain the trust of Wakanda so everybody can watch you go in, be this warrior who like quote unquote saves them. But at the same time, I was like, bro, you are putting yourself in a very precarious situation. I would say no, because I like to think of him as a beast. So I think he was just the battle MVP and he took him on full charge, but I wouldn't put it past him. Maybe he's just a closet pussy who didn't want to actually fight these these robots. But I would say someone like Killmonger would be like, bring it on. I got to earn yeah, this. Look definitely. at all these scars on my chest. Yeah, I mean, he, he did bring it up when he was talking to Tony. He was like, dude, you've never lifted a finger in your life, man. Like, yeah. I, I'm a warrior. Like, I, I'm trained to go out there and do these things. And he, like, yeah. smiles before going in, too. So. Yeah, and now that you bring up Tony in that scene, I'm just thinking about what a piece of shit he was before he came Iron Man. Uh, but Jimmy brought up that in the canon, in the comics, he's, like, an alcoholic, and that's one of the biggest storylines in the canon of Tony Stark, like one of his biggest uh, demons. Um, okay. And they didn't show that. They made the choice not to kind of portray that in the MCU's Tony Stark. But this is, I think, the second episode in this What If series where Tony kind of has in the background had a drink in his hand. And uh, in this episode, remember when they're going to get the work in the lab, he's just like, and get me Bloody Marys, this hangover is starting to set in. So, like, they're uh, yeah, kind of establishing okay. that he he's a little bit of an alcoholic in these, which is true to the canon. Yeah, which I like. I mean, he's always holding that scotch glass, like you were saying. Like, even mm-hmm. when the, the Gundam suit was going and fighting Killmonger, like, he was still holding the glass. Yeah. So, what did you think about, like, Killmonger when he did take the the potion i don't even know the drink to give him the powers of the black Panther, mm, like the black panther herb yeah 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 Yeah. so he goes in and he sees t'challa not mm-hmm. his father i was like oh i thought you were going to see your father but i guess it's only the previous black panthers correct i guess so actually i've only seen black panther once that's that's one i have to re- revisit so i kind of forget the rules of becoming the black panther but that would make more sense right instead of his father it would only be the bloodline of black panthers i'm pretty sure yeah now now that i say that because when t'challa did it he saw his father and his father was the predecessor before him yeah um so i that makes sense but i wanted to see i thought it was going to be his conversation with his father and killmonger was gonna be like hey like i did this all for you and his father was gonna be like well, what the fuck you just killed like everybody yeah i thought he was gonna be disappointed but instead he sees t'challa and he's like dude i don't regret what i did for one second I'm glad that he saw T'Challa instead of his his own father because T'Challa would be the one to be like, really? Are you sure it was all worth it? And yeah, he Mm -hmm. doubles down on, nah, I'm justified because I needed my vengeance and I'm like fighting for the oppressed people. And that's what I'm going to use this power for. I knew what I needed to do. There couldn't be two Black Panthers. And T'Challa comes back with power unearned, can be very volatile can be a very volatile force. It will get the best of you eventually on your plane or on ours. And that's like the third episode where he kind of acknowledges that he's in the afterlife. 
which yeah. I think is awesome from like RIP Chadwick Boseman. And we have to yeah. say that because this, I think he was only in three episodes. So this may be his final performance in the MCU. Which is crazy. To think it is about. crazy. So RIP Chadwick Boseman, Wakanda forever. MCU would not be the same without him. But yeah, that's all I had. I mean, it was a really good episode. Uh, like you said, it was one of the longer ones, but it didn't really feel that long. It, it, it had good pacing and like connecting the storyline to all the previous characters in Iron Man and, you know, Black Panther. So I thought it was great. I mean, this was definitely one of my favorite ones. Yeah, I completely agree. Pacing was good. And like we've touched on, like they left it open ended and I'd be more than happy to see this kind of flesh out more in season two or something like that. Um, but I've been getting these from Jimmy in the past couple episodes out of 10. What would you give this one to rate? And since I'm putting you on the spot, I'll go first. I think I think this was a pretty solid one. I'm going to give it a seven. I think I gave zombies a five, which was mm-hmm. which was pretty bad. I'm going to give this one a seven. This was this was a solid entry in the bunch. Probably my uh, third favorite so far. So seven solid stuff. Yeah, I was going to say seven and a half. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it was um I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought the ending was a little abrupt, so I was a little upset about that. But like I said before, just combining the Iron Man and Black Panther storylines and those character interactions, I just thought was fantastic. And there was a lot of action, a lot of good points. I loved it. Hell yeah, brother. That's going to do it for us. Keeping an eye out for our continued coverage of What If. We're going to be covering each episode week by week as they come out. We got... Three more to go, I think. Yeah, I think three more to go. Nine episodes. As always, if you like what you heard, give Benchtown TV a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Visit us on BenchtownTV.com and subscribe to our show on Spotify, the Apple Podcast app, or wherever else you may find your podcast. Our Patreon is also up and running, and that can be found on our website. Once again, we are Benchtown TV, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 